Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. But now we hear a lot about Gen Z ditching alcohol in favour of a more healthier lifestyle. And when they do drink, they're doing it in a much more balanced way. So are young people drinking less than ever before? And if so, why? Is it something as simple that they just want to be a little bit healthier? Uh, Nisha Galvin is on the line, organiser of Ecstatic Picnic, a sober festival happening in Cork this weekend. Good afternoon, Nisha. Hello, how are you? Good, good, good. Um, can you tell us a little bit a bit about this sober festival? Yeah, of course, of course. Thanks for having me on. So I suppose it's a space for people to have a buggy, connect with others, minus the hangover, essentially. That's the short answer. <laughs> yeah. And with the ecstatic picnic, we're bridging the world of wellness with rave culture. So movement and music and sound are really powerful. And when we consciously move, we can create a lot of freedom in the body and in the mind. And it's open to everyone, everyone and anyone, whether you enjoy a drink or you don't. And our age bracket for this next event is 18 to 62. 18 to 62. Yeah, which I think is amazing that even with this wide age bracket, despite different generations coming together, Everyone can connect with each other because there's this one common interest or intention and that is that people are coming to fill their cup, connect with others, let loose and leave feeling really nourished. Can I ask, Nisha, do you drink? Um, I do, I suppose, on a very rare occasion because my partner doesn't drink and I'm a mother of two, so Mm. it would just naturally be more of a, a rare occasion. But like, I love a glass of sangria on holidays. I love one or two cocktails out with friends as a celebration. But I suppose I love having others to celebrate as well. And one of the big themes for Ecstatic Picnic is that it's a celebration of life, sound and movement. And I don't think it's an either or situation. Mm. It's, you know, alcohol-free events and alcohol-based events. It's choice and it's more variety for people in terms of the experience that they can choose. Okay, hang on the line there. I'm joined uh, as well by uh, Stephanie from Babes Without Beers. Good afternoon, Stephanie. Hi, how are you? I, I'm good. Do, do you you do you think we have a lack of sober spaces in Ireland? Yeah, definitely. Um, I run sober meetups um, and events as well as a regional WhatsApp chat to kind of help people around the country um, just to connect with others um, for sober meetups. So we run kind of hikes and craft events and movie screenings and all kinds of things. Um, and that kind of came about because I was trying to change my relationship with alcohol. Mm. And I found there's a lack of sober communities in Ireland and sober events. And I personally just wanted to meet new people and have fun things to do at the weekend without drinking. And but those things, kind of to, uh, those things okay. you've described there, you know, hikes or cinema, maybe they're not things that you would normally associate with drink anyway. Yeah, well, we do with lots of other things as well. It's kind of more about giving people a space to meet up with other people um, who, you know, like if your friends are kind of drinking every weekend, you might be in the scenario where like you're kind of bored because you're not drinking and they're all kind of hungover so maybe you want to meet some new people mm. so it's more about that um, but we do also do like we had a Halloween party there with a drag show um, and games and prizes and things like that and that was kind of an event that you might normally drink at so we kind of do a mix of everything From from my take and from the people I know who would be in the Gen Z uh, bracket 
they drink a lot less than I'd say my age group would have when they were in their early 20s. Do you see that? Yeah, definitely. I think that there's a rising interest in sobriety because people are realising that even if you're not an alcoholic or like you have a problem with alcohol Mm. necessarily, drinking can still negatively affect your life and people are looking to kind of take better care of themselves now and often that might mean quitting or cutting back on drinking. And in Ireland, we do have a massive drinking culture and most socialising centres on drinking. Um, Alcohol is pretty much associated with most celebrations like birthdays, weddings, Christmas, whatever. Um, So we make very positive associations with it, but it can be quite damaging. And I think people, especially younger people, are more aware of that and more aware of taking care of themselves. Mm, Yeah. Uh, Paul is on the line as well. Paul, uh, good afternoon to you. Hey, how's it going, Marie? Good, good, good. So you founded, uh, is a club Loosen? Club Loosen, that's correct. It's a sober rave. Yep, sober rave happens in the complex warehouse or a complex art gallery. I'm really interested in this because it's something, you know, Stephanie mentioned hikes or watching films together. I wouldn't associate either of those with drinks anyway. Whereas a rave going dancing, generally as Irish people, we don't dance unless we've had some, a couple of drinks taken. Absolutely. So I suppose I'm trying to undercut that assumption or that approach towards socialising. Mm. Um, like I discovered this when I was living in Berlin. I moved to Berlin in 2015 and I was going to this, uh, Berk- or this club called Berkheim. It's one of the biggest nightclubs in the world. And, you know, when I would walk into the room, you know, for the first 15 minutes, I would notice that, like, oh, I'm, I'm a little bit in my shell. I'm quite contracted. Mm. But there's a whole room of people around me dancing, right? And a lot of people, most people would be on substances. But I suppose I know that I'm there to dance, right? Mm. So even though I'm feeling a little bit constricted, my intention is ultimately I want to move and I want to express myself. So I start that process. And then an hour later, because I start to move, I'm like, oh, I'm not as, I'm not as in my shell anymore. And then an hour later, I'm absolutely ripping it on the dance floor. <laughs> I've, allowed myself, I've allowed myself moving the way that I want to. Mm-hmm. And then I check back in and I look at my, the energy in my body. I'm like, whoa. I'm different. I'm actually up. No, am I up like like I'm on MDMA? No, but I'm in a similar range. Okay. I'm up, right? And I have this amazing night out. I come home the next morning. I wake up. I'm like, whoa, the good energy from the night before is still in me. Mm. There's no hangover. And I'm now going to cruise out into my next day. And I'm like, okay, this is, this, you can still, like, this is still partying. You can party like this. And I've just become very committed on living that lifestyle. But not only that, promoting it to others. Let's give people the opportunity to really party like this. Okay. And what would you say then if people say this is because alcohol is too expensive? I mean, a text in here is a couple of texts almost saying the similar thing. Alcohol is too expensive, Mairead. And I think Gen Z are more into drugs than alcohol. Um, Okay, fair enough. Like, I mean, I don't know how much an ecstasy the habit is these days. So let's say you might be spending a 10 or a 15, you might have a night out on that. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. But I suppose what, what I am trying to focus on here is actually uh, developing the capacity of being someone who can walk into a room and not feel the need to reach for a substance to give themselves more comfort. It's about, you know, being able to, to I suppose, being able to tolerate natural anxiety, natural awkwardness, and not feel that it's a problem that needs to be drank away, for example. Mm. But I suppose being able to develop some relationship with it, be kind towards it, and then still edge towards being the person that you want to be. And if you keep doing that over time, you will develop the capacity and the confidence to walk into a room, even though you feel a little bit uncomfortable, but you'll still let your personality shine through. Okay. And once your personality is shining through, you're like, 
it's a nice version of herself. All right. I, 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 yeah. uh, Nisha, can I go back to Nisha? Uh, Nisha, do you agree what uh, Paul has said there? You know, because yours is all about movement and dancing, your, your festival in Cork this weekend. Yeah, exactly. So I resonate with a lot of what Paul is saying. Again, our focus is bridging uh, rave culture and wellness. So again, this aspect, this concept of sober rave and sober raving and conscious raving. So sound and movement will be a massive part of any event that I host. Now, all of my events are alcohol-free events because they're wellness spaces. But the one aspect that I felt was missing was that electronic music element that I love so much mm-hmm. and that, you know, I grew up, you know, in my early 20s. I loved going out, but the aspect that I loved was the dancing and just being able to express myself. Um, but what I didn't love was the hangover the next day. And especially when you become a mother. Um, it's too hard. It's just too hard. Yeah, when you, yeah when, it just sometimes doesn't feel worth it. Yeah, I know. Um, I'd, I'd love to, I would love to do it. I would love to go on a big night out dancing and not have any hangover the next day. Uh, so, I mean, you're you're definitely convincing me. Natalie is on the line as well. Good afternoon, Natalie. Hey, how's it going? You're going to be DJing at Ecstatic Picnic. That's right. So, so I, I presume you are going to be DJing sober and you're going to be DJing to a sober crowd as well. Yeah, of course. That's what we've done before. We've typically chosen tracks that uplift you and give you that euphoric state. It's a little bit different than your normal ecstatic dance workshops, but it's tunes that people connect with. And just coming back to that piece, we've had a lot of people talk to us about it afterwards, about that conscious raving piece and how that euphoria that they felt that they would normally have in the clubs in Ibiza or all those raves that they went to before but the feeling that they got has lasted way longer for days afterwards. So there's no hangover. People feel good. And it's just it's just a great time. Okay, there's a, there's a lot of messages into 087, 1400, 106 about this. I'm right, I don't drink. I don't need sober spaces. I go to the same places as my friends. They drink. I don't. Unless you have an issue with alcohol, why does anyone need to go to sober outings? Uh, I, what would you say to that, Paul? Sure. So, like, I often do that myself from time to time, and they're enjoyable gigs. However, uh, the experience of going into a room with everyone in the similar mindset of not reaching a substance to loosen her inhibitions and a whole room but on that same energy together, really expressing themselves, is also a good time. So, yeah, I think it's good to have a choice. If you don't want to go to that gig, that's absolutely fine. But I have this sense that being in a room like that, where everyone is generating that energy themselves sober, that's an experience in itself yeah. of value yeah, that's you, worth having. I suppose you're saying you'd have you'd have to be there. Uh, Stephanie, are you still there? Ba- Stephanie Marr from Babes Without Beers. Um, I, I'd like to get your take on this. It is very difficult to be sober in Ireland. There's very few options for people in the evenings if you don't drink because cafes close so early. I myself lost a lot of friends when I decided to give up drink. Um, what would you say to that person, Stephanie? I suppose you'd tell them about Babes Without Beers. Yeah, like, I mean, that's a big complaint from people. Uh, people often say, in fact, we don't really have a cafe culture here or anything like that. That is kind of one of those things that I'm trying to address the base of beers, like to offer a sober space. And just for anyone who is trying to drink a bit less, it's like actually sober, or people who are even in recovery for alcohol abuse, um, it's nice for them to have that space. But yeah, we don't really, we do lack a lot of sober safe spaces and sober fun spaces. 
Um, I do think people worry that their social life will be affected um, if they give up drinking. But like, I still go to the pub, I go to gigs, I go to festivals with my friends just as much as anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Paul said, it is kind of about going somewhere and meeting like-minded people and having fun with people who are on that same wavelength. And experiencing that. Uh, well, last text. Mairead, I couldn't see myself getting up to dance to Maniac 2000 sober but there you go uh, so my thanks to Nisha who is organiser of Ecstatic Picnic Festival that is in Cork this weekend all welcome and Natalie uh, Stephanie from Babes Without Beers and also Paul Walsh founder of Club Loosen the Sober Rave uh, I really enjoyed that and now News at One is on the way Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk.